Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. So get them scheduled for your project today. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. In a moment, we'll be joined by Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com, being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. But first, let's talk with Neil Atkinson by way of Saracen. NHL, it's over. NBA was over a day or so ago. What's yeah. left, Neil? What's left for all of us out there to pay attention to? We have the U.S. Open. We have Major League Baseball. We got the College World Series. We've got even soccer, U.S. versus Mexico <laughs> on tap. I mean, you know, we are so centric on on uh, on uh, college baseball, football, and basketball for obvious reasons. But you know, the summer sports really, really have their position, and you know. Now that Saracen's been up over a year, it's just tremendous seeing the difference between last year and this year and how much more volume we're running at about three times what we did last year, uh, especially on baseball. So we're, we're especially proud of that. And talking about the College World Series, something no one else in the nation has that I've seen is if we've got double R prop plays on the SEC teams playing in the College World Series, uh, those are some special ones. Those are up. And the U.S. Open, a lot of talk, especially with the LIV and the uh, USGA. Uh, uh, you know, this time last year it was in turmoil, but a lot of people are looking at golf, and uh, there's a lot of specials involved in that to make it very, very interactive betting on that one, too. And don't forget the Arkansas Travelers and the Corpus Christi Hooks are in action tonight, with Arkansas being favored by one and a half, with the over-under at ten and a half and for those that have been not have not been paying attention this is a very good arkansas traveler team this year absolutely they've been doing very very well so uh we're glad that we can coverage them and don't forget we've got the uh naturals in northwest arkansas that we cover also very so good. yep we've got it don't forget to go to betsaracen.com if you have not seen the flash bets on major league baseball we've got baseball games uh going in progress soon check those out those are a lot of fun, a lot of options there, a lot of betting opportunities, including the pitch-by-pitch, pitch, which are being very popular so far. Very good. Thank you, Neil. That is Neil Adkinson by way of BetSaracen.com. Better yet, go to the App Store and get at BetSaracen. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service, 501-562-2293, family-owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. It is within less than an hour now. Mm-hmm. We will understand the 2024 SEC football schedule. Understand it? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll know the whole thing. Yeah, we'll know. We'll know it. it. We'll know it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we'll certainly know it. Yeah, and we'll see if we understand it or not. I mean, it's really interesting to see, like how, um, I mean, how things shake out. We know, you know, part of the schedule for 2024. I mean, we know that. I guess I don't guess they're going to change the date for the Texas A&M game. I don't guess they could. You know, September uh, 28th. So we know that one. Uh, we're expecting to see Arkansas uh, host Texas, and that is. Uh, Let's see. 
that was reported by Chip Brown, who's over at our Texas side. He's usually got when he puts something out, it's usually pretty on point. So um, look for Arkansas to host Texas. Just look for um, Texas A&M and Arlington, obviously. And then I would expect, you know, kind of where you know think when they do move to nine games, which they haven't said they're going to do, but we're expecting them to do that in twenty five. Uh, for Ole Miss and uh, and Missouri also to be on the schedule. And that year, let's see, Arkansas would host Ole Miss because they're going there this year. So they would host Ole Miss, and then they would um, they would go to Missouri. So that's half of it right there. Texas, Missouri, um, Ole Miss, Texas A&M, and uh, I'm only going out. Texas, Texas A&M, Ole Miss, Missouri. Yeah, those four. So that's half the schedule right there. Right. Let's talk with uh, Craig. Craig, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yeah, how's it going, guys? Uh, I have a question. Um, So dating back to last year, we just heard really good things about the receivers coming out of fall camp. You know, Matt Landers and Jaden Hazelwood and Looking back, honestly, that was probably them playing really well, but also it was probably just an indictment on the defensive back. And then going forward to this year, we've heard really good things about the defensive ends, Layman Jackson and Trajan Jeffco just really tearing it up. I think that might just be an indictment on our tackles, specifically left tackle, Devin Manuel. He had a really um, tough, you know, spring and spring game. His pad level is just really high, and he whiffs on a lot of blocks. So what is their plan at left tackle? Are they just banking on Devin Manuel significantly improving, improving over the summer and fall camp? Um, I'm just imagining Harold Perkins and Dallas Turner and some really good edge rushers in the SEC just him struggling with this guy. So what's the plan at left tackle? Can he improve? And if not, where do we go? Thank you, Craig. Yeah, well, a lot of people struggle with those guys. Uh, you know, with the wide receivers last year, I don't know that – you can really say that, you know, it's an indictment on the defensive backs because, you know, you had Dwight McLaughlin, you had, uh, you know, Ladarius Bishop, I don't think was all the way to form, but you were in a lot different shape in fall camp last year in defensive back. You know, defensive back, you had Jalen Catalan, who's still healthy, um, you know, and you went through, now, I'm not saying it was uh, an exceptional uh, defensive secondary top to bottom, but, you know, there was there were some good players back there that just got really decimated by injuries and you know Hazelwood ended up having a pretty good season uh yeah I didn't really I think looking back maybe you don't put him in the slot he, he, to me he kind of struggled on some of the you know catch and run type stuff they were trying to do in the stream game uh, in, in the uh screen game that they had success with with Traylon Burks that Hazelwood just wasn't good at Landers had what nine touchdown catches and over 900 receiving yards is a pretty good season. But neither of those guys went to the to the NFL. Um, you know, as far as as far as you know, who they've got on the offensive line, and um, you know, is it that uh, is it that the offensive line just isn't that good, and that's why the defensive line looks good? I mean, Landon Jackson was pretty highly regarded recruit, and is said to have played about three quarter speed the year before. He was a top 100 prospect, six seven, 270 pounds. Uh, and Trajan Jeffcoat, you know, he wasn't all SEC last year, but he is a former first team all SEC performer on the defensive line. And you know, I think that they've got really strong numbers on the defensive line. I think they've got really strong depth. Um, a lot of seniors, nine seniors total on the defensive line. Um, but yeah, the offensive line, and I talked about this a little bit on Hog Sports Live, but the offensive line does give you pause a little bit because there are so many new faces. You know, Devon Manuel wasn't super highly recruited, even though when he checked in at Arkansas, he was like 6'9", 390 pounds, you know. And I can remember looking at him and going, this dude is carrying – it's not like he had, you know, it was carrying a lot of weight, you know, in his lower half. It was like upper body, you know. He just looked top-heavy. And so he needed to lose a good bit of weight. Now he's down to 310. I think maybe 320 plus is a better weight for him. I think that's probably where we'll see him at. But it's been a you know it's been a slow process of dropping about 80 pounds for him. If he looked like he looks now when he was in high school, I think he would have been really, really, really highly recruited. Like 
really highly recruited. Um, but he didn't, and Arkansas ended up getting him, you know, as an underrated guy. Um, they really liked Patrick Kunis from the day that he stepped on campus. And But at the same time, you know, to the caller's point, you know, kind of feel like, you know, that was a necessity to move him out there after they got through the first scrimmage, and they're kind of like, hmm, we may need to we need to, need to to explore, you know, different options at right tackle. Um, I think that they have some guys that are, you know, just a little bit younger that maybe just aren't quite there yet, and Kudis is also young and just – kind of progress a little bit a little bit faster but you know we had heard this stuff about Kudis when he was a recruit like man they really think they got something and then when he got on campus yeah this guy's a real deal um you know you're replacing guys also you know it's not like um you know Luke Jones you know just he kind of gave up football you know, he was a good player for Arkansas but he wasn't an NFL offensive lineman Dalt Wagner you know signed as a free agent you know he's not you know he it's going to be hard for him to make an NFL roster. I'm not saying he can't, but, you know, it's going to be difficult for him to do that. Um, Ricky Stromberg is really the only guy that they're replacing who, you know, is an NFL guy. So, um, yeah, I think that they'll be able – I mean, one of the reasons they brought Pittman in is because of his prowess as an offensive line coach, and we haven't to this point been able to see his offensive line recruits take over because you've had so many guys returning, you know, with Myron Cunningham and Stromberg and Bo Lamer and Brady Latham and uh, Dalton Wagner. I mean, you just had those guys that just come back year after year. So this is really the first opportunity where we're seeing, um, or the, I guess the majority of the offensive line is going to be Pittman guys. So you just you have turnover in college football. But um, to me, I don't think that's – I don't think that the defensive line – is, you know, I don't think it's a mystery to say the defensive line is, is going to be good because, you know, the offensive line maybe isn't quite up to snuff. This is from our Azure Record Service Company Life and Feedback. Gridiron Mike says, do you guys happen to know what happened to Jeb Huckabee? What's he up to these days? He was coaching in Northwest Arkansas, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was, and may still be. I don't know. I haven't seen him in two or three years, but he was he coached at Fayetteville High School yeah. for a while. I don't know if he still is or not. Yeah, I played golf with Jeb about like about eight years ago, and I think that's the last time I can remember seeing him. And that's I'm not sure what he's doing now. Yeah, I've seen him more recently than that when he was coaching at Fayetteville, but I, I don't know if he's still there or not. I hadn't seen Jeff in years, so I couldn't help out at all. Uh, this from Hogslop, he says, changing gears for a moment, said, obviously, Musk knows more than I do, but it seems like we need an actual center on this basketball team. Last season, we got demolished in the paint several times. Doesn't look like we're going to get that fixed. Well, they do have Trevon Brazil coming back, and you may say he's more of a, you know, forward or something. But I mean, he's what six ten. Um, you've got Makai Mitchell coming back, who's six nine, six ten. Jalen Graham is coming back, who goes about six nine. So, I mean, they've got some, they've got some height. I, I wouldn't say that they're like in trouble there, but um, yeah, they've got some height there. It would have been nice to get Grant Nelson, obviously, but that just didn't work out. Thanks to Matt. Underwood, who is uh, on the staff at Harding University, said Jeb is high up in the FCA in Northwest Arkansas. Oh, okay. He is also the team chaplain for the Naturals. Great. Very good. Glad to hear that. So, good, good. Thank you, Matt, for that update. Uh, Trey, I was really surprised it took as long as it did. I don't read um, any of the message boards. So did they start bugging you, wanting to know who, as a freshman, do you expect to contribute this fall? <laughs> no, you know, I just I, I keep story ideas stored and, you know, kind of come back to them, just a list, and it's summertime. So, you know, we kind of... We kind of put out these kind of articles now, but uh, you know, Luke has was just recently named one of 100 true freshmen who will impact the college football season, and you know, it's harder now for a freshman because you're able to address so many things so quickly through the transfer portal. 
but I took a stab at it, and you know, just looking back at at recent years, I mean, when you had five guys last year who played, you know, a significant role for Arkansas, it was Quincy McAdoo, Rashad DeBinion, Jordan Crook, and then two of them were uh, special teams guys, Eli Stein and Max Fletcher. I mean, that's that's not that's not a lot of guys. You know, Patrick Kudis played mostly on special teams. Um, a little bit, but most of his work was on special teams. He didn't redshirt. Uh, Sam Bakke, they kind of needed him for special teams, and he didn't redshirt. Um, you know, he obviously moved to defensive back for a little bit. Uh, Nico Davier played just a little bit, again, mostly special teams. Same deal with Manny Powell. Um, so, you know, 14 of the 19 true freshmen, you know, played pretty sparingly last year. And so this year, just looking at it, I kind of, um, you know, think, you know, I guess putting them in order maybe a little bit. I think there's some opportunity, um, you know, for Jalen Braxton to, to play, especially with Quincy McAdoo's status and, you know, maybe the likelihood that they moved Lorando Johnson to safety. But I think there's some room for Jalen Braxton, who was the top-ranked recruit in the class. And, you know, you kind of think about Quincy McAdoo contributing. He was a wide receiver until midway through the season. And then started the last four games. Actually, played the last six games for him at, at cornerback and, and play and started the last four. Um, you know, maybe T.J. Metcalf could see some action. I think Luke Has is a really strong candidate, obviously, to play a significant role for him. And maybe Shamar Easter. Shamar Easter is very talented. He just didn't enroll early, so that's why you kind of keep him on the back burner. I think Luke Brown might be a dark horse. Also, maybe Easter and. And Brown would be dark horses. Brown enrolled early, but had a knee issue. You kind of hear some of the things about Luke Brown that I heard about when you know Patrick Kudis was being recruited and when he arrived on campus, also. And then um, you know the last guy that I would mention as a as a possibility would be Isaiah Augustov. Uh, you know he's we said this yesterday, but is he, if he's a if he's going to bite as a running back, then he's going to bite early. They they pretty much all do. I mean, I can go back to when Arkansas joined the SEC. And there's just not there's not a running back, even in this era, you know, when there's, you know, transfer portal, but there's not a running back uh, who has come through Arkansas who redshirted his first year since Arkansas joined the SEC, at least, um, who had any measure of success in their career. There's not one except Mike Smith. And Mike Smith had a hamstring injury his freshman year and also came in with Derek McFadden and Felix Jones. <laughs> Uh, but he had a hamstring injury his freshman year and later went on to have a 1,000-yard season. He's the one exception. Arkansas picked up a commitment, Akari mm-hmm. Johnson, who did visit over this past weekend. He had his official over this past weekend. Akari Johnson commits to Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a... Obviously, a bittersweet time. I mean, you know, with a car, you love a guy jumping on, uh, and then just, um, you know, tragic news uh, last night with Deion Stutz. And, mm. and I, I cannot get his family, uh, his his parents. That's just a, a nightmare, you know. And uh, I just, my thoughts and prayers go out to them and their family. Um, really, really tough deal. Um, but, you know, back to your, 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 the point you're making on uh, Akari Johnson. You know, a guy that visited um, visited Arkansas and um, you know last weekend and felt pretty strongly about it. He was supposed to visit TCU tomorrow, and so I guess that's not happening. And uh, had all already visited Oklahoma State. Also, a guy with some some nice options. This is for uh, four defensive backs. Um, I think you might say one of them probably going to play nickel, but I think the other three are probably cornerbacks. So looks like they're pretty filled up there at, uh, at at defensive back or excuse me at cornerback anyway Troy I've seen this um, or looked at the uh, Big Red offensive board I, I have not seen John Oliver's name on that list uh, this from our first Arkansas Bank and Trust buzz text line from the 870 said what's our shot at John Oliver the big running back heard he is high on the hogs. I'm not sure. John Oliver. I don't know. Arkansas is not recruiting anybody that I know of named John Oliver. I've not seen him on the board either. Uh, this from our Asher Record Service Company live feed feedback. 
Savage says, hey, Trey, surely this, he wrote this chuckling as he wrote this. Hey, Trey, do you think the next couple of years the Razorbacks will get a favorable schedule? We'll see the first opportunity tonight if they'll get a favorable schedule, but it's tough in the SEC. I mean, this is your 2023 is probably the best schedule that they've had. And right in the middle of it, there's like 35 days when they're away from home. But, uh, you know, even Sam Pittman says it's probably the best schedule we've had. So um, it's hard to say. I mean, Georgia's got a really, really soft schedule this year. I don't know if you guys have seen Georgia's schedule, but, man, I'd like to have that schedule. Um, but, yeah, yeah just, you wouldn't have to play Georgia if you had their schedule. That's right. That's, that would help. <laughs> Yeah, but check out Georgia's schedule. It's it's uh it's pretty soft. I am uh I just clicked onto the SEC's website and it just says SEC to reveal twenty twenty four football opponents and locations. So mm-hmm. uh makes it about thirty five or so minutes away. Yep. Yep. Georgia plays uh UT Martin. I think they'll win that. Ball State probably win that game. South Carolina. I don't know. That's a tough decent, one. Decent, but probably win. UAB at Auburn should win. Kentucky at Vanderbilt. Ooh! They play Florida and Jacksonville, as always. Missouri, Ole Miss at Tennessee and at Georgia Tech. I think they're going to be favored in every game. Yeah, I think they're going to do okay with that schedule. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> I haven't seen his name on the list either, but I'll run this by you real quick, Trey, about Jalen Dupree, who I love from Malvern. Yeah, Arkansas hasn't offered him. He does have some options out there. I think Kansas State was uh, was one of his options, obviously Arkansas State. He's one of the top players in the state of Arkansas, but they haven't moved on him. Love him. All right, Trey, we'll talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. In the zone with Justin and Wes, presented by Elia's Mexican Grill in Morrillton, home of the chocolate nachos. Take exit 108 for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. The grilled chicken strawberry salad is back at Slim Chickens. And now it's also available as a wrap. We start with fresh greens. Add feta cheese crumbles and delicious candied pecans. 100% all-natural grilled chicken tenders and sliced red ripe strawberries. Try the grilled chicken strawberry salad or the new grilled chicken strawberry wrap. But hurry, they're only around during peak strawberry season. Two farm-fresh favorites, only at Slim Chicken. Hi, I'm Sherry with Central Arkansas Fireplaces and a proud dealer of Quadrifire and Heat and Glow Fireplaces. Whether you're building a new home or adding a fireplace or stove to your existing home, or maybe your fireplace has recently been condemned and you need an energy-efficient wood or gas insert, come let our knowledgeable staff show you all your fireplace options and help you get exactly what you want. We're serving all of Central Arkansas and happy to answer any questions you may have. So come see us today at Central Arkansas Fireplaces, where we know fireplaces. My wife was the first to notice I was losing my hair. I thought, I am way too young for this. At QC Kinetics Hair Restoration, we see men and women of all ages struggling with hair loss. And for Nick, it began when he was just 32 years old. I didn't really think about it too much until last spring when I got sunburn on my scalp and, I don't know, it wasn't really that hot out. QC Kinetics uses regenerative treatments, all natural biologics to reignite hair growth without surgery. And the results are amazing. I felt like I was hopeful, right? But then after the first few treatments, I already started to notice a difference. It just felt real. So I was just more excited to continue the process. Real results without invasive surgery. And as for Nick's wife... She loves it. I got my hair back in my early 30s. I want to look my age, and now I do. Schedule your free hair restoration consultation today with QC Kinetics. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Make the most of every lawn with Kubota Commercial Landscaping Equipment. From the productivity-boosting Z700 mower to the reliable SVL track loader, it's a lineup built to get the job done right. Because when your reputation is on the line, you need equipment that will never let you down. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. RiverValleyTractor.com. 
Russellville, Arkansas, a growing area conveniently located at the crossroads of I-40 and Scenic Highway 7, offering 14 parks, soccer, softball, and baseball complexes with pavilions and modern facilities for public enjoyment. From fishing and hunting to kayaking and canoeing, you'll find more than enough to see and do in the Arkansas River Valley. With four state parks, Lake Darnell, Mount Nebo, Mount Magazine, and Petty Jean, each offer a beauty all of their own. So plan a day trip or an overnight visit and experience the great community spirit of Russellville. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You're in hog heaven. This is Drive Time Sports, a presentation of the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports, you're in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Service, service, service. I read an article the other day talking about how service can ruin a great meal and how service can improve maybe an average meal. Or how about combining the best of both worlds? And that is getting outstanding service where they treat you like truly a great friend. I would say family, but that I think that gets overused. But it is the kind of service that really makes you want to come back. And I'm talking about the service you're going to get at the Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock. And it doesn't matter if you're buying whatever it may be on the menu the most expensive item on the menu or whether or not you want to enjoy the dinner for two like tomorrow night's special for just $36 they're there to serve you and make you feel comfortable and it will make you want to come back again that's what service is about making you want to come back again and again and with the $36 special We are talking about, for two, the Riverfront Salad Bar, two entrees, the Panay Pasta Carbonara, the Grilled Chicken Breast, 10-ounce, or six Gulf Jumbo Shrimp, and then you get two side items. The canoe size, as David likes to call it, baked potato. I think it's as big as an NFL football, actually. Mashed potato, onion rings, or spinach supreme all that for just thirty six dollars ask for william or ask for secure and tell them i sent you you're going to be treated like they are your best friend and you'll want to come back again and again riverfront steakhouse in north little rock make a reservation is recommended 501-371-9000 the riverfront hotel riverfront steakhouse in the Wyndham Hotel in North Little Rock. All right, let's see, Rick. We've got Barry, who is waiting. Barry, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Yo, Barry. <laughs> hope, he, hope he didn't get buried somewhere. No, I don't. It's it's it's. B E R R Y, not B U R I E D. Yeah, okay. Can okay. you hear me? There you yeah, go. There is. How about that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, hey, I was calling a, uh, about a recruit from 2024. Y'all may have already talked about this, and I just got on, but uh, that had an accident on the ATB and you got messed. I didn't. I don't know if the story's true or not. I was just—I was actually trying to catch Trey before he got off. But no, anyway, is, I was wondering about that. No, it is true, and he was killed on an ATV. And uh, how? What else can you say? Really, a, a horrible thing. That's terrible. But I don't. Uh, anyway, Randy, you're still the best commercial advertiser I ever. Heard on the radio. Well, thank you. 
I got to get up there to re- to the Riverfront <laughs> Steakhouse. Take advantage <laughs> of the dinner for two for thirty six or the dinner for two for sixty dollars. I gotta do it. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you, Barry. <clears throat> That's very nice. To say that I'm getting all choked up right now. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Have I caught up on? I think everything on here. Um, College World Series that starts on Friday. Uh, Ashton wants to know which team would you rather see winning the opening round between LSU and Tennessee. Doesn't matter to me. Doesn't matter to wins. me. Yeah, whoever wins, wins. And if either of those win the national championship, it'll be great for the SEC. Um, if Florida wins the national championship, that's great for the SEC. If Wake Forest wins it, it's great for college baseball since they haven't won one since 1955. And if Oral Roberts wins one, that'll be the one of the biggest upsets ever at the College World Series. And the last time they made the College World Series was 1978. Right. Yeah. All right, here we go. I was wondering if he was going to come on today. It's time for the Basketball Insider in Arkansas. It's pure sweats, skills, and trainings. Bart Reed, made possible by Martin Orthopedics. With locations in Little Rock, North Little Rock, Cabot, and Hot Springs Village, staffed with fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeons and sports medicine specialists. For more information on the web, go to martinortho.care. Now, here's Bart. Here's Bart. Bart. Bart, do you get as dizzy trying to follow all the things that are going on in and around college basketball? It just seems like you've had this wave of guys in the transfer portal, but then we realize that some guys have had to go to the first semester of uh, summer school in order to get their degree, but then they become grad transfers. So this process, in some ways, as whether it be the first session of summer school, it may be even the second session of summer school before some guys will be able to hit the transfer portal. And uh, we'll be, be going through another wave of... I mean, we just had Grant Nelson. I, I'm still dizzy about that one. I'm, I'm still not sure what's, yep. what's going on there. Maybe you have an update on that, but uh, well, I mean, nothing, nothing's been Alabama. said still. Yep, I'm sticking with Alabama. You know, I, I, I felt like Alabama had an edge all along, so I've kind of stayed true to that. But that, anytime you have a visit, certainly that that put Alabama a little bit on its heels and put Arkansas temporarily in the driver's seat, but I think he's always been leaning Alabama. But it is funny how there's still stuff working because there's still no official word, even though you talk to Alabama, they feel pretty locked up that he's coming, but certainly there's no official word. And I alluded to this, it's amazing that college basketball has really not taken over a little bit of football time, but this is prime football time, and basketball is still very relevant in a lot of places because of this and the NCAA has really turned it and they have themselves to blame for this that the transfer portal continuously is being used for obviously not the purposes originally intended and so yes you have a situation where we could be going through this again but here's the question million dollar question if Grant Nelson goes to Alabama which I think he is do they, as we discussed a couple weeks back, do they try to fill that spot? Then, does Bay Falls eligibility come into question? So it's really interesting because there's still moves to be made by the Arkansas Razorbacks. But Bay Fall at least is on campus now. Does that mean okay. hopefully he's okay? Oh, yes. If, he's, if, he is, if he is on, is he officially on, Rick? Yes, we believe he's on. He's okay. been cited. He's there. Yes. Well, he's on the. Uh, he's on they, the roster. Yeah, they yeah. put out a roster, Bart. Which, okay. uh, for once, uh, well, I shouldn't say for once. I mean, I applaud so many different aspects of this because uh, we were talking about with Hoop Scoop is where you've got the year of their eligibility, a player's eligibility, 
As with Bay Fall, they'll put freshman in parentheses four, which means he has four years of eligibility. So, I mean, this clearly defines how your roster uh, will be shaping not only this year, but next year. And Well, of course, we know there's going to be players coming and going, but at least yeah. it kind of gives you an idea where you can start slotting players, either as a freshman or as a senior or sophomore or whatever it may be. By the yeah. way, one interesting yeah. note based upon the most recent NCAA rules, uh, rule changes about numbers, Layden Blocker will be wearing number six. Number six. Ooh, I'm waiting to see who wears 99. <laughs> wow. Has there ever been a Razorback that's worn a number that didn't have a zero or a five? Well, a zero to five. I, I don't remember that ever happening. No, because this this is a new rule. Yeah. They, they've relaxed right. it to where yeah. you can now, if I wanted to be where John Havlicek's number, 17, I could have 17. Man, I mean, there's just changes everywhere. The, the charge rule... The, the number rule, like I, the transfer portal, I can't keep up. But I, let me say this. If baseball is on campus, we know that he is going to be eligible, and I'm sure he is going to be eligible first semester. But at the bare minimum, it could be, if he's already on campus, a Joe Johnson-type deal, where if you guys remember, Joe Johnson has started playing like Christmas after right. the break of the semester. Right. So we know he is going to be eligible the first year, whether that's second part, the second semester, or first. I would assume it would be first, but certainly he will have eligibility as a freshman, so that's great news for Razorback fans. Well, it's also good to know that uh, at least over the spring and now into the summer, Jalen Graham has grown an inch. He's gotten an inch taller. He's now 6'10". And uh, I think Makai Mitchell, wasn't he 6'10 last year? At least he's 6'10". So maybe he didn't grow any. Maybe they just put a pair of tennis shoes on Jalen. Well, was Mitchell I, one of? Ooh, I don't want to say one was six nine, correct? I thought so. So maybe, but I, but I could. I, yeah, I, I think he might have went six nine to six ten. So that's uh, if. But let's say this for conspiracy theory purposes, guys. If my sources are right, and let's say Bayfall had a potential issue possibly with Ron Holland attending because of playing time. Maybe that's a lock that Grant Nelson's not coming and maybe so if you're a conspiracy theorist you would you would make that assumption that we're probably not getting a big man and so baseball feels really comfortable coming into that slot. If you're a conspiracy I don't necessarily believe that. Um, I think until a guy says officially where he's going, he's in play. Well, this is, I read this earlier uh, when Trey was on the air, but I'll read it again and, and see if you have any additional thoughts for this. But Hogslop said, obviously Musk knows more than I do, but it seems like we need an actual center on the, on the basketball team. Last season, we got demolished in the paint several times. And it doesn't look like we're going to fix that. Trayvon Brazil fixes it right away. But is he a rim protector, per se? Ah, uh, absolutely. He, well, Randy, okay, so your point is a very valid one. He is a rim protector, there's no doubt. I think he has the versatility to be a true four, but there's no doubt he is a rim protector. It's what he did in Missouri, and he did it effectively for us, too. Okay, okay. I guess I didn't get enough of um, a sample test. I kept thinking yeah. of him as a power forward more than... Played someone. You, you're right. On the wing. You're right. All right, hang you're on, right. hang on, Bart. Got to take a break. Drive time sports will continue in just one moment. Get in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore every day from ten to one. Live from the Oakwan Racing Casino Resort Studios on 103.7 The Buzz. 
paid non-attorney spokesperson. This ad is paid for by the settlement specialists. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is one of the most common cancers in the United States. If you or a loved one was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup weed killer, you could be entitled to cash compensation. Bayer, the owner of Roundup, will pay more than $10 billion to cancer victims of weed killer Roundup. Call our weed killer cancer hotline now to see if you're entitled to cash compensation. Roundup has been one of the most commonly used herbicides in the U.S. If you or someone you love has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were exposed to Roundup, call now. Our team is here to fight for everyday people and to get you the compensation you may deserve. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup weed killer, even if the loved one has passed away, call 800-725-7193 now to see if you are entitled to compensation. But hurry, time is limited. Call 800-725-7193. Hi folks, it's David Basil with some big news from the Riverfront Steakhouse where you never leave hungry. Take that special love of your life and you too ask for the amazing $60 steak special, which includes the delicious Riverfront 10-ounce filet and four jumbo juicy fried shrimp, plus a choice of two large delicious Riverfront sides. You can choose from hibachi fried rice, onion rings, mashed potatoes, spinach supreme, french fries, zucchini, sautéed mushrooms, and the famous Frank Fletcher giant baked potato, which is about as big as a canoe and is a meal in itself. And yes, it comes with a ton of toppings and, of course, butter. And there is more. Both of you have to save room for trips to the Riverfront Salad Bar, the largest salad bar in central Arkansas, with over 30 items, including baby shrimp, pastas, fresh vegetables, and salad toppings. All of this outstanding food for just $60. So for the perfect date night dinner for two, come to the Riverfront Steakhouse in the Wyndham Hotel in North Little Rock. Open Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Reservations are recommended. It's Justin Acre for Certa Pro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at Certa Pro and tell them I've got a new project for them. Certa Pro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at Certa Pro. Each Certa Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at CertaPro.com. That's Certa with a C. If you haven't stopped by Arch Marine lately, you are literally missing the boat. And no boat is complete without a Tahatsu motor. Arch Marine in North Little Rock has them ranging from 3.5 to 140 horsepower. That's Arch Marine in North Little Rock. Take the Levy exit. Justin and Wes are taking the zone up the road to Jacksonville, just off the Gregory Street exit to Guatney Chevrolet. Broadcasting live this Thursday. Stop by and see how James and the crew can help with your next vehicle purchase. The zone at Guatney Chevrolet on 1037 The Buzz. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. Often imitated, but never duplicated. This is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. We'll be rejoined in a moment by Bart Reed of Pure Sweat Basketball Skills. You know, when I look at the different ways that Double B's can save you money, and me money as well, but I think, okay, I can sign up and pay with my Exxon credit card, and I'll get 10 cents off a gallon at the pump. Yeah, 10 cents off at the pump. Then I look at all of, for instance, the June specials. There is almost a complete page of specials that I can take advantage of, whether it be the Red Bull special. Talked about that. The 16-ounce, two for seven fifty, Or maybe it's the 32-ounce Snapple for just $2. But then I look at all the other different options. A lot of core hydration water options, like just for $2 for 30 ounce. Then there's the core hydration plus 23.9 ounce. Different flavors, just $2. The list goes on and on. And then here is the nice edge if you will, 
that will further add dollars, pennies, nickels, quarters, whatever it may be. Ask your double B's cashier about signing up for a rewards card where you can save money on all purchases at your local double B's. All right, got it? Double B's, where you gas it, grab it, and go make it double B's. It's time for the Basketball Insider in Arkansas. It's pure sweats, skills, and trainings. Bart Reed, made possible by Martin Orthopedics. With locations in Little Rock, North Little Rock, Cabot, and Hot Springs Village. Staffed with fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeons and sports medicine specialists. For more information on the web, go to martinortho.care. Now, here's Bart. Well, Bart, I'll, uh, I'll ask you this from our Asher Record Service company because by the time I read it, this month may be over. But yep. Chris says, can Bart review the month of June for basketball? Is that a big AAU time or is it that high school time? I mean, this is the 14th of June. This month's almost yeah, half over half over, but it has not been an AAU time. It's a good question. It has not been an AAU time really since the end of May as we go to the new NCAA rules per that. The month of June belongs to the high school coaches and junior high coaches as that is their time to do summer-related school activities such as team camps, workouts, practices. Now, certainly they can do that other times as well, but that is a time where AAU or grassroots basketball really goes on a pretty strong break and the young men and women are allowed to go back to their school and play and some of them guys play team camps the entire month of June so we're talking a lot of high school teams will play 30 40 games in the month of June going to various team camps so it is a very busy school time for the Arkansas high school and junior high boys and girls you just saw the uh, Summerwood Classic that was in Conway uh, I guess on the campus of Hendricks. I, I didn't catch the exact location, but uh, that yep. went on last week for the high schoolers. So, And I guess that yep. also the month of June, Bart, is that the, the time they do the individual camps? We talked about yes. uh, Honor Botang yep. going to the uh, Pangos camp uh, out in, was it California or Arizona? Las, Las Vegas. Las Vegas, okay. Yep, yep. So, yeah, a lot of individual camps, and you'll get some, Randy. You'll get some grassroots basketball, especially you'll you'll have some high school teams trickle in because obviously some of the high school teams don't do as much as others. But, yeah, so individual camps you'll see in Pangos, and a lot of CP3 camps will, will be during this stretch, and it kind of allows it because, guys, as we transition pretty much, if you, if you look at the calendar, almost the entire month of July, some type of evaluation period for – for college coaches so this is kind of the last time that uh the players can use this full time and then if you want to attend an individual camp or an invite only type of camp such as pango when is the dead period for high school is it already coming gone or did I no miss it? it's coming up okay it's coming up it's actually uh start of july i think it's ready i'll double check but i, I believe it's the second through the eighth but it is starting july okay it's, it's probably the first i'll double check that to make sure but it's in and around that period so i have not missed it okay all right no ray good afternoon you have a question or comment for bart uh yes sir how you feeling doing today man doing great ray thank you all right how are you okay uh when you brought up that uh that numbers rule i thought it was the dumbest thing i ever heard but then i looked it up in the reasoning to where uh, if the referee had to uh, use two hands to identify you with any number when calling a foul, then I went, okay, that makes a lot of sense. So it went from the dumbest thing to one of the, you know, <laughs> one of the more cooler things I've ever heard. Uh, and, of course, the part is, uh, if we do bring someone here, will we have to run another key at all? Uh, because as much as we like to win, we also like a local kid to be in the mix somewhat over the years. You know what I mean? Corliss, Joe Johnson, Moody, Big Smith. Yep. So uh, if we do bring someone in, will we have to run someone else off? Uh, y'all have a good evening. Thank you, Ray. Good question, Ray. No, I t- well, technically we would have a scholarship open. Now, 
that's officially running someone out. If we bring someone in, does that unofficially push someone out because of playing time or anything else? I don't think this late in the game it would at all, uh, Randy, Rick. I don't know what you guys think. But, no, we, we certainly have room for a, another player to come in. And certainly, I, I, from talking to Coach Musselman, he would like to have that, preferably some type of another rim protector. But, no, we would not lose anyone as a direct cause of bringing someone else in. I've got 12. I've got room for one more. So, uh, again, I would encourage anyone who wants the up-to-the-date skinny on what's going on with the roster of Arkansas, go into ArkansasRazorbacks.com, and you can look at the schedule. Uh, schedule. You can look at the um, roster. And uh, Bayfall, Khalif Battle, Keon Minifield, on down to the final player. We're in number 45, Lawson Blake, a 6'10 junior with two years of eligibility left. He has a walk-on from Fayetteville, Arkansas. So, and there you go. And, you, and Randy, to follow up on Ray's point, we, you know, I had a chance to talk to Coach Musselman, and he said that he will carry that scholarship over. He will not just give that away to somebody just to say, uh, just to bring another player in. So they are looking at it as has to be the right fit. So I, I don't see the Arkansas Razorbacks rushing just because they have one scholarship and giving it away to just anyone. I think it would have to be someone that was talented, obviously, but someone that kind of fits what they're looking for on the current roster makeup. Well, and that goes back to, Bart, what we talked about, the ever-changing, the dizziness that the transfer portal brings about as these young men, young ladies, whoever it may be, are graduating and whether it be first semester of summer school, first sem- or second semester of summer school, there's going to be more players hopping into the transfer portal, and they will be yeah. immediately eligible because they're grad transfers. The regular transfer window for basketball has come and gone for the underclassmen, but those that are seniors set to graduate, that window will be wide open if they elect to, to use that option once they graduate uh, from college. And- and if there is a master of the grad transfer or certainly looking at those opportunities, it will be Coach Musselman at Arkansas. So don't be surprised if possibly that's the one that they could be looking at that, that window. And, Randy, I wanted to verify with you. So the dead weeks are the last week in June and then the first week in July. So 626 through 770. Yeah, I was thinking it was about a two-week period there where that there there was no there can be no contact nothing you can't even go on campus that uh it is off limits so that yeah that window is about to uh open for the dead period all right, right buddy we will talk with you uh tomorrow yep thanks gentlemen all right that is bart reed pure sweat basketball skills thanks to martin orthopedics rick schaefer i'm randy rainwater hour number three straight ahead Scalpel. Scalpel. Tweezers. Tweezers. Ham sandwich. Ham what? Sandwich. I was going to eat lunch when I got my oil changed earlier, but take five is so fast I didn't have time. But, sir, you can't eat during surgery. Eh, one bite won't hurt. Mm. Whoops. Uh, Napkin.